Hey everybody, it's Damara Gardner, founder of Black Women About Business. Our work is all about prioritizing wellness in the lives of black women so that they can live their most optimal lives. We provide business planning, executive coaching, training, as well as retreats. We come today with our podcast. I have a treat in store for you, Janelle B. Stort. I'll be providing her bio in just one second, but I do just want to give you a couple things to think about. As you may know, we just wrapped up our Be Well Fabulous Black Woman Tour. We are already planning for next year, so make sure that you plan to join us. We'll be kicking off March 2020 and in three cities across the state of Michigan as we were last time. In addition to that, if you have not already subscribed to our e-news, please go to our website, which is blackwomenaboutbiz.com. Go ahead and drop your email in and we will only reach out to you no more than twice a month because we know that you lead very, very busy lives. And last but not least, we have a Be Well Black Woman Retreat coming up October 25th through the 27th on beautiful Gull Lake. And so if you are in the greater Michigan area and you want to come out and be amongst 26 black women, to do some deep work um, related to maybe past wounds that you need to heal from. Maybe you're looking at transitioning. Maybe you want to be connected with more black women. And maybe you are just looking for your next move in life. So whatever that may be, check us out on Eventbrite or at blackwomenaboutbiz.com. So with that, Janelle B. Stort is an award-winning editor and digital course creator who launched her career by way of her wildly popular natural hair YouTube channel. Janelle has used the power of her many platforms, which also includes a podcast and social media to empower women, specifically women of color, to become successful entrepreneurs by providing them with knowledge and resources to grow their business via social media. Janelle is a wife and a mom of two beautiful children who keep her young and blessed and fuel her hustle. Janelle, welcome. Thank you for having me. Yeah, I'm so glad that you're here with us today. So let's start with the fact that you launched your career by starting a YouTube channel. Um, that's not the case for everyone, but I do know that there are folks who have had a lot of success in the YouTube space. And mm-hmm. I know that our listeners are probably curious about how you knew that was the right move for you. Yeah, a lot of people are definitely interested in YouTube, especially as They've been learning that people are making like real bank and coin. (laughs) So it is definitely something that people are like, how are they doing it? So for me, I started my YouTube channel um, side by side with my online blog, which is called kinkycurlycoilyme.com. And at the time, I was going through what a lot of black women are going through now and have already started. I was going through my natural hair journey. Mm. And... I did the big chop when you cut off all your natural hair, all your relaxer so that you can grow your natural hair without any chemical. And because I had my blog, I was sharing content online in a way that with the blog, it's written. Um, so I could I could do but so much with written content as well as pictures. And people were like, listen, I want to know how you're doing this. And um, at the time, this was back in 2020, 2010. YouTube was really new and making video content wasn't something that was a part of everyone's everyday life, like how it is now, because we have our phone. So we can make videos. Everyone's a a video producer now, right? Mm -hmm. We didn't have that. So, you know, I was limited in how I could actually create video content, but I knew that there were other women on YouTube doing it because they were the ones that inspired me. And I'm talking about if you're an OG in the natural hair journey, in the natural hair community, I'm talking about Kim A-Tube. I'm talking about Tyron 916. I'm talking about African Export. 
you know, um, Natural 85. So these were the women that were inspiring me. So I was like, listen, my audience wants to know how is someone like me with my texture, because my texture was really different from the women that were online making content. Obviously, um, these women had also already grown their hair longer and they were sharing their journeys from the point they were at. And so there weren't many women who were sharing their hair from big chop um, and also of a kinkier texture. So the timing worked out great for me because I was at the beginning of a journey and anyone who's at a beginning of a journey of any kind um, that wants to begin sharing, it's always best when you can share that pre and during experience for people to follow along with you. And then the alignment was really right for me because I, um, I, I used to be a teacher. When I first did the big chop, I was a teacher. And then I left that job and I had all this free time in my evening that teachers don't get because we're grading papers, writing lesson plans. So I was like, perfect. The alignment is great. I have more time now. I can start editing and recording and doing all of these things. And then my uncle, just out of nowhere, this is why I say the alignment was amazing. He gave me an old MacBook, like real old. Mm. And MacBooks typically come with video editing software. So I was, it basically filled this void of how am I going to actually edit the videos once I make them? Because I don't even know what to do, how to even begin. And so that really answered that question. And everything just worked out with my audience wanting to see how I was doing things I was writing about. Um, and when I say audience, it was just a few people because everyone starts out with no one. <laughs> so yes. it wasn't like a big audience. And then I got the computer, I started making videos and putting them up on YouTube. And the timing was right. Like I said, it was the right time. And the alignment was all there. So God was working in my favor. <laughs> mm, I love that, right? I mean, it, it sounds like you just felt called to do something you trusted that as you started to create, um, that alignment would be there. And clearly, the, the alignment was there because, you know, all this time later, you are successfully still doing your thing. And so we just we yeah. Appreciate that. Um, so, you. yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, what advice do you have for women who may be interested in starting a YouTube channel? Oh, I'm so happy you asked this question. Yeah, because this is this is literally my passion now. So, my three tips that I would advise is plan, learn, and do. And so, I'll break that down. Um, I recently launched a new business venture, taking all of my experiences as a YouTuber, as a blogger. And I basically decided that I wanted to help more women do this very same thing because the questions were already coming. My audience of women that are interested in entrepreneurship and also digital content, they want to know, like, how, how can I do the things that you're doing? And also, how can I grow? How can I be successful? And so I launched the Digital Content Creation School as a way to give back to my community because they want this information. And... The first thing that we talk about when we come when it comes to content is planning. I know a lot of times because YouTube and digital content can seem like a hobby, people always don't always take it very seriously. And so there's this attitude of, well, I could just put it up and if it's gonna work, it's gonna work. Or I could just put it up and I could just do something that will make will make my channel go viral. And that's not true. And one of the things that really made helped to make me successful was I stopped looking at my YouTube channel as a hobby, which initially I did. For two years, I did. I was just coming home, doing my hair, and um, filming it, and I would talk about it online, and I would just engage with people in the comments, but it was like a hobby, just passing the time, and it was something I loved doing. 
And about two years in, so this is now 2012 for me, I said, I want to actually do this for real, for real. Like, I want to make this a business. I had just had a baby. My husband and I had been married for two years. I was living in Brooklyn, New York, and I had bills to pay. And, of course, leaving my job that had a consistent, more secure salary wasn't something that I um, was very comfortable doing, but I wanted to figure out how I could do it. And so I had to have a plan. And so I encourage everyone to think about their YouTube channel or any other digital content platform that you're on as a business, especially if you are doing it as such and you have goals of this being um, maybe something that can bring in a passive income for you or replace your career altogether is plan it out and plan out your content, create an editorial calendar where you're determining and deciding ahead of time how often you want to create your content, what's going to be the frequency that I, I create it on my own in the back end, and what's also the frequency that I'm going to publish after I've produced it. And of course, how often will I market it? I like to tell my members of my digital content creation school, spend about 20% of your time making content and 80% of your time marketing it, which people typically do with the opposite. They'll put up, they'll spend a lot of time making YouTube videos or coming up with ideas, editing them, and then pumping them out. And then they spend no time at all marketing them and getting the word out about them. And we all start out with zero followers, all of us. We have zero subscribers, zero followers, zero views. And you have to work towards getting those views. It's not just, I made a video, so now everyone's going to see it. Unfortunately, it just doesn't work out like that for us. So you have to go out there and um, let people know. So that's all a part of your plan. And I also want you to take it a step further outside of just your content. I want you to plan how you actually want to make money. Um, one of the things we talk about at the Digital Content Creation School is how do we monetize our spaces? We can create content. We can build engagement. We can market what we have. But how do we actually make money? And so there's so many different ways that you can make money with your video content. And so one of the things that I do a lot, because a lot of people want to know this, is we teach how to do this. So now after you've done your plan, the next thing I would recommend is you learn. Um, unfortunately, there isn't exactly a place to go to learn how to be a digital content creator, specifically like, I want to make a YouTube channel. This is exactly what you should do. This is what you do your first year of that program. This is what you do your second year of that program, like traditional colleges. We don't exactly have that, but there are a lot of resources out there. So if you know you seriously want to be a content creator and you want to do that on YouTube or a blog or a podcast, you have to spend time learning. I, I find it so funny when people um, have a regular job or not regular, but a traditional nine to five, and they had to get some type of degree. They had to spend a few years, whether it be two for an associate's or four for your bachelor's or six for a master's or more, you know, for your doctorate. And in order to get the job they currently have, they, they recognize that there was a educational track with required coursework and certification and even clinical hours and they know that they have to do that to get these other types of jobs traditional jobs but then when it comes to youtube or blogging or podcasting the the, the whole perspective that they take is i could just do it like there's no educational component to it and it's it's not really doesn't really work that way you can't expect to replace the income you make at your job if you're not learning how to be better at content creation so 
I love I love what you're saying because I was just having a conversation with um, (laughs) someone about like this concept of how hungry are you right and I think that um, if we're going to be serious about whatever it is that is calling us uh, whether that be podcasting starting a YouTube channel launching a consulting practice starting a digital course whatever that may be we really have a responsibility to if we want to be successful right to learn everything that we can and to continue that learning. And so I really appreciate what you're saying that, you know, when we see these things, it looks really easy, but the reality is, is that there's a method to the madness and it's our job to figure out what the methodology is so that we can apply it authentically um, and that we can be successful um, based on who we are, right? Not based on who you are or anyone else for that matter, but I want to glean from you so that I can make it my own and to be as successful as I can at it. So that is, this really really powerful and what I also believe is that the things that you shared if somebody wanted to go out and start a YouTube channel right now I think that you helped to lay the groundwork right if somebody just wanted to say okay I I know enough to be able to understand whether or not I want to engage with this so I really appreciate you being so generous in laying that out for our listeners um, because YouTube is still hot right and if people want to have a platform it's a great way to have that platform and, and to be really forthright it's actually one of the things that I'm considering from a conference that I went to this past week um, because I'm already blogging I'm already podcasting and I feel like that could be a great platform for me so again I just uh, appreciate you sharing that with us and then giving us an additional tool if we decide that we want to be able to go that route so thank you sis you're welcome no I Thanks for co-signing. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Okay, so you describe motherhood um, as being one of the things that has fueled your hustle. And Mm -hmm. I'm interested in other ways that you have um, poured into your hustle over the years and especially related to the topic of wellness. Yeah, well, when it comes to wellness, I have always dealt with sickness and death in my family. My, um, My dad... I feel I feel like my dad passed away way too soon, and he's dealt with diabetes almost my whole life. I can't remember when he wasn't sick with that. And I knew that the way that I grew up culturally, my family is from Liberia, West Africa, and I knew that there were a lot of things that were just messed up about my relationship with food and also just the natural knowledge base that I have around eating portion control and things like that. And so when it came to, when it came time for me to raise my own children and to be able to pour into them, my own belief system and what I feel like would be valuable, valuable tools and practices for them to have. One thing that has always, I've always said is I don't want my kids to have to get healthy. I want them to just be healthy because I've always struggled with having to get healthy because I'm just not, I wasn't naturally a healthy person due to the way I was brought up. So I wanted to just, I want my children to know that they can have a healthy relationship with food. And so we practice a plant-based lifestyle. My daughter is five, my son is seven, and my husband and I, we all four of us eat plant-based. We also are very, um, we're very active. So our kids are involved in many activities from gymnastics to swimming, taekwondo. We go out bicycling a lot, bicycling a lot. We walk. 
we play other sports and we do a lot of recreational things just as a part of our daily lives so that it doesn't feel like, okay, this is the time of the day that we exercise, which is how, unfortunately, a lot of people live. And if that time of the day for exercise is missed, then there's no other activity. So it's really important for me to have that lifestyle. Yeah. So Janelle, that was great how you really hit wellness on all cylinders, right? I mean, you talked about um, wellness from what you're putting into your body. You talked about physical exercise. You talked about social connections. And so, you know, wellness is it's all of those things and so much more, right? And mm-hmm. um, what it looks like for you may not look like, um, you know, the same thing for somebody else. And so, you know, I love what you said about too, that, you know, you may, Many people would say, well, why didn't you buy this for yourself instead? But buying a mm-hmm. bike, investing in your wellness, just like you would invest in anything else and having that be a priority, because oftentimes what we value, our money is attached to that. Right. And yeah. so if we value wellness, if we value if we value our health, if we value the things that we're putting in our body, if we value social connections, that our money and our time is going to be in alignment with those things. Right. Yeah. Um, and yeah. so. That was really, really great. So we have actually come to the end of our interview. I know it goes so fast. We try to keep our interviews at right around 15 minutes once we go through the editing process. And so I would love for you just to share how our listeners can stay in touch with you. Well, I'm so happy that you all had me here today. And if any of you who heard this this podcast today want to still stay connected with me, I would love it. I can be found at Janelle B. Stewart. And I'm Janelle B. Stewart everywhere.com, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and um, Pinterest if you have. And, of course, if you're ever interested in any of my programs or to learn more about how you can level up as a digital content creator, you can find me at JanelleBStewart.teachable.com. Awesome. Thank you again, Janelle. My hope is that you and I will have an opportunity to meet face to face someday. I'm so impressed with everything that you shared, the work that you've done. And I know that uh, even though you've done big things, there are more big things in store. So uh, listeners, yes, (laughs) claim it, claim it, sis. Um, So listeners, thank you so much for being here today. Until next time, Ashe.